Hello, everyone. Welcome to C-Suite Talks, a podcast that takes you inside some of the most interesting businesses and industries today. It explores career success and how we can make a difference. We invite you to join us on this journey. Welcome to C-Suite Talks. I'm Beth Hilby. And I'm Diane Gubin, co-director of C-Suite with Beth. And this week, we are so excited to be speaking with Maria Malavenda. She is a partner with Cole Inc. She's an angel investor. She's one of our board members for C-Suite, and she's an all-around star in the LA professional community. Oh, Maria, you are so inspiring, truly. Um, well, let me, let me talk a little bit about your background and then ask you some questions. So Maria is currently focused on delivering strategic insight, diligence, approach for investment, M&A activity. She manages a portfolio of companies across corporate investment funds, venture capital, private equity, primarily in the healthcare and life sciences, but she also does a deep tech, big data vertical dive also. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Maria, welcome. Share your story with us. How'd you get to where you are? Oh, and I am so excited to be here, by the way. So thank you, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, How did I get here? With a lot of tenacity, a positive attitude, focus, 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 passion, because we need passion, right? And perseverance. More importantly, I hate the word no. (laughs) 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 Maria and Beth's cats, okay. (laughs) Yes. You tell me no, and I will do everything in my power to make it into a yes. Um, it's uh, it's just who I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really do. I love in um, to learn. I enjoy creating things. Um, and really what brought me here to where I am today started when uh, I was a young child. I've always been intellectually curious, um, and I easily got bored with the status quo. So if I would run into a problem or have any difficulty, I would create something and fix it. I think this is why I was so attracted to being in the world of startups. And um, it really did begin when I was eight years old. I wanted money to be able to buy a pair of rollerblades. And my parents said I couldn't have them until (laughs) my birthday or Christmas. (laughs) So... Well, I wasn't having it, so (laughs) I decided to try to figure out what I could do, and I went to my grandmother, and she made unbelievable cookies. So I said, Grandma, can you teach me how to make cookies, and I am going to go and sell them door to door, and so we did. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Competing with the Girl Scouts. Here she goes. (laughs) Yes, but I didn't know. I wasn't even in Girl Scouts yet. Okay. So, um, I, you know, I, we packaged them up, we sold them door to door. It actually, the packaging was beautiful. It was very creative. And I think maybe the neighbors just wanted to help, right. but they loved the cookies. So then they brought it to their friends and their friends started wanting to buy from us. And I sold to my friend's parents. One thing leads to another. And one of the moms who is um, one of my friend's parents said, Maria, I will give you a few hundred dollars if you give me your recipe and your client list. Oh. Because you can't do this forever, right? <laughs> and grandma. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was it. We sold it. And we you got your roller skates. I got my, I did. I got my roller. Plus, I got some 
dough. Some uh, dough money. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. did she ever do anything with that from a business perspective? Did that woman? Yeah, it's still around today. She started a bakery. Oh, oh my gosh. It's still open today. Yep. Okay, oh my cool. gosh. So we want to ask you, what kind of clients do you like to work with? What are some Wait, of your favorites? hang on a second. You know, we what? missed something about Maria's background that actually wasn't in the little summary there. You know, Maria's worked for super major companies, um, Accenture, Monster, Zoom. She started a company that exited to, where did you, I forgot. I didn't write it down. So I had um, four exits, if you count. There was an, uh, what we call an aqua hire. So um, my first company was a fan engagement platform. That came out of the difficulty that teams were having in trying to figure out different revenue streams because of collective bargaining agreements. Mm, okay. And so we ended up selling that to IMG. And then another company, which was um, a wearable before wearables were wearable. It was actually <laughs> a, a medical device that utilized ultra-wideband technology to monitor heart rate, respiratory rate, blood flow, and movement. Oh, fabulous. And Yes, and we sold that to um, Bosch. And then um, my first company was actually a consulting company. Okay. And I started that with a McKinsey partner who had retired, and he was bored. <laughs> Imagine wow. that. Retired at the age of 40. Yeah, right? So you should have kept the cookie company. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. But, you know. So through all that, um, all that fabulous work and divestitures and so forth. Um, what have you liked best about that, that you want to keep making sure you have as you have gone into other engagements? The thing about me is, and I think I started alluding to this, I get bored and I really do want a challenge and I thrive on challenge. I thrive on uh, different things that are difficult, especially if adversity is coming into it. And remember, I told you, I don't like the word no. Right. So I want to continue to be intellectually challenged. I love trying to figure out ways to success through all the confusion. I think that's why, you know, everything that I've done has culminated to who I am today and why I've chosen to do the work that I am right now, because I'd love to help other companies and other individuals actual experience success through just my experiences. So what is the work you're doing now? Yeah, so I actually work with corporate innovation centers, with, um, with private equity, with venture capital, helping them to both identify different targets what we And those targets are actually startups that they could potentially invest in or acquire. And I also assist with diligence efforts and trying to get into the meat of what's going on. And you'll enjoy this. The most difficult aspect of what companies, when they're looking to buy another company, is the technology area okay. and the culture. So... How do we make sure that the culture matches up right? And are there any things that are hiding behind the scenes within the technology area? So to bring light to that. And I, I just, I love the work. How did you get started in healthcare? That would be interesting. Yeah, you know, um, in fact, I was, a, I, I was an economics major, but before being in economics, I was pre-med at Brown. <laughs> oh, and, of course you were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
so chef. And you're a chef. I'm just teasing. Yes, yes. No, I mean, you know, it's, well, isn't it, uh, you know, if we love chemistry, Uh we also turn that chemistry is cooking. Right. Right. So, uh, but no, I actually, it was organic chemistry that broke my back. And this was one instance that I said no. (laughs) (laughs) And I just said, it was too difficult. So let me go into something else. And I did economics because at the time, there weren't a lot of women. Oh, that's true. So remember, I loved difficult things. So go ahead and tell me no. They wanted me to do something else, you know, ridiculous, like some other liberal arts thing. And I said, no, no, I want economics. So I pursued economics. And in fact, I wanted to be a trader. I wanted to go to Wall Street. I wanted to work on Wall Street. And my roommate at the time was a resident at Yale. And she said, no, I think you should actually take that pre-med aspect because you're very analytical. You're creative, but you're also very analytical, linear, logical. And I think you'll do very well. I want to introduce you to Johnson & Johnson. Oh, fabulous. And there's these, these people that come into the OR with us, and they're very interesting. So she introduced me, and that's what happened. I fell into the whole world of healthcare. And it was interesting to me because not only did I just enjoy the aspects of, you know, trying to help people, but it was more important about helping my own family members. So from my grandfather who had a stroke, from my grandmother who had a heart attack, I figured there were ways that I could pursue this career and actually bring some impact to people that were very close to me. So. Wow, what a difference you're making. Uh, so um, so I'm, I'm curious, Maria, um, you've done so much work in the startup space, you know, in big corporate, and, and now we're in COVID. So what do you see as the impact COVID has made on these industries? And how can we take advantage of all the changes that we're seeing personally and professionally and get out on the other side even stronger? You know, um, COVID has accelerated the transformation of companies um, by, so it would normally take us six to seven years to get to where it took 12 months. So I think it, it literally lit a fire under the butts of many leadership, both in smaller entities, as well as corporate entities to actually embrace the ability to utilize a diversified workforce and decentralized workforce. So we've, we actually found that we could still perform and actually perform well, you know, having people located all over the country, all over the world. And we also embraced the use of tools and technology to be able to do that in ways, like I said, that would normally take seven years. And so I think this has started where Um, we're going to continue to see this as the new norm, even though some of us are going back to Uh our, you know, physical uh, locations. I think what we found is we can actually co-locate two days on three days off. And it helps us, especially women, especially women who are moms where, you know, I mean, I was a single mom. I actually had to bring my daughter to school, try to make it into the office, start my day, have my meetings, and then, you know, make it back so I could pick her up. And, you know, today, just imagine where there's a little bit more flexibility with being able to do that. Although moms 
we're also finding women are getting right. bombarded as well. Right, right, right. Um, cuz we did all that homeschooling yeah. on Zoom. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't imagine oh, yeah. how yeah. hard and that the, must be. Yeah. The sheer amount of women that left the workforce too. So we'll hopefully see them back in the workforce. Uh, we'll see. But I agree with you. I think it'll be a blend. Yeah. Yeah. And I think women could also be much more creative with what they decide to do if they did leave the workforce, because we've learned that we could embrace digital tools in ways that we never thought possible. So what are some of the challenges you've faced what, as you've gone through your career in all your different industry? What are some challenges you've faced? Yeah, you had harassment issues. I read that. Uh, yeah, yeah, being woman, you know, and I, you know, I was, I entered the workforce at a time when, if things were happening to us, we had to shut our mouth. Right. True. And in fact, I worked for Johnson and Johnson, my first job, and Johnson and Johnson, um, the division I was with, you had to learn the entire OR surgical technique. So as if I was an actual doctor. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Yep. Good thing you studied that stuff. <laughs> I know. But they flew in one of the VPs the night before, and we had dinner um, before my test the next morning that was going to be given by him. My trainer was with us for dinner, had to leave early, and we were sitting there. Next thing you know, I've got a hand up my skirt. Oh, by the way, that was also during a time when we were wearing dresses we weren't mm, you know right. no allowed to wear pants remember right so lots of so, hugging <laughs> and i had to shut my mouth and just show up the next morning as if nothing ever happened <gasps> so it was different things like that you know being told you're too pretty to be that smart um how did you get here you were basically on your back so and and again just shutting your mouth in one ear out the other yeah no it's amazing yeah yeah hey you guys i want to acknowledge that those are my dogs in the background so that's okay they're kind of cute so okay they're kind of cute let's keep going (laughs) (laughs) well i'm sorry maria that you had to go through that i know that diane and i have short stories as well to share and it's very unfortunate you know that we all have gone through that um over the years it's the me and me too (laughs) yeah yes it is the me and me too but, you know, thankfully, look at where we are today. Right. I'm so, even just what happened in New York. Right. I am thrilled that we have, you know, been able to bring transparency to all of this garbage that right. we right. have to dealt put, with. To put New York in context, uh, that we're talking about Cuomo resigning. Right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know what is interesting, too? You still have some women that feel that they're just men being men and, you know, it's all okay and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you still see a lot of that too. It's so not, it's these are difficult situations. They're, they're so, you don't want to take yourself out, out of the party, uh, but yet it's not acceptable. It, it, it's such a fine line. It can be. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I ended up leaving an organization because of it. So um, I just, um for my own health and well-being, couldn't continue to sustain. And I said, bye-bye, you know, I don't care, salary um, aside. And believe me, it was a large salary. Yeah. I just said, yeah, no, uh, and I'll figure it out. And I did. And so I'm extremely grateful that, you know, I've been given the opportunities that I have and also the ability to not only 
not like the word no, but be able to say the word no, which is important for us. Yes, right. And women sometimes have a hard time. I know I do. We all do. I try to be very accommodating, but it's good to say no. Yes. Passion. Let's talk about passion. <laughs> we'll segue to passion. Passion, yeah. So what, what do you feel... As we talk about all you've accomplished, and Diane and I truly love you to death. And I love you too. What do you feel most proud of? (laughs) What do you feel most (laughs) proud of that you've accomplished? Oh my gosh, it is my daughter, Brianna. So she truly is my greatest accomplishment. I was a single mom. Um, I basically raised her financially, emotionally. It was all me and having to do the things that I did, but also, you know, and like a lot of other parents, I had a nanny. I was, uh, you know, fortunate to be able to have a nanny, but I did not want the nanny. I never wanted to hear the word, hear the word mom when she was speaking to the nanny, because I heard that from other friends. Oh, interesting. So um, she went on to, got a full scholarship at college, she graduated um, summa cum laude. She's working today um, as a brilliant video strategist, and she just moved to Austin by herself. So, yeah, I'm just extremely proud of what she's done. Great. Fabulous. What a great, yes. great story. That yes. worked out so well, and I'm sure that there were so many well. times you wondered how the hell it was going to work out. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes. So, uh, so we're super impressed with your background and what you've accomplished. And we're so proud, especially of your daughter. Um, But you're pursuing your passion. What is the, what is your passion that you're pursuing now? So outside of my work, I also love to give myself to different women's initiatives. I'm a mentor and Um, you know, a judge at different startup competitions, but I focus predominantly on women founders. I'm also a member of the board for Planned Parenthood, which is something that's very near and dear to me. Women should always have a choice when it comes to their own body. And, you know, I want to continue with that. So uh, those are things that I just love doing. I Previously was on the board for um, domestic violence and sexual assault. So I will continue with these types of initiatives moving forward. Yeah, you, you handle the tough issues and thank you for doing that. So I want to tell our listeners, I was very inspired by Maria because Maria just recently got married again. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. COVID kind of put the kibosh on your honeymoon So tell the readers a little bit about how it was to date again and get back in the circle and how'd you meet your husband? Yeah, yeah. how'd you meet your husband? (laughs) I don't know that story. (laughs) Okay, like a lot of other women, um, and, and again, you know, and people don't even believe me when I say this. I was single for eight years. I didn't date because of my daughter. Right. And then I started getting back into it and I used different platforms like chemistry.com or match.com. Oh, that's funny. And I became the one date wonder. Oh my. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like, if there was a red flag, I am so not going to continue this. Right. And, you know, life is way too short. And I, I surrounded myself with really good girlfriends that I would rather be with. So what the hell, right? Right. Um, but it was funny. I was living in Boston at the time, and I was really thinking this Boston market is not good 
being single in. I wasn't, I just wasn't finding anybody. So I think I'm going to move back to New York because I'm originally from New York. Oh, okay. And I ended up having a meeting. I took the ferry for the first time. I was living in Hingham, Massachusetts. For the first time of living there, I took the ferry. I decided to go into Starbucks and just hang out for the rest of the afternoon. It was a beautiful afternoon. And in he walks. Oh. So I saw him in line, and he caught my eye. And then he walks over to me. He slips me a business card yeah. that says, call me. That says what? What? What is the business card? It, says, it just says, call me. So I'm like, what the hell? What if I got clothes on? So I, I called him. And we were on the phone for a good six hours. Oh, my gosh. One thing led to another. And yeah. And That's then, great. So know, how long did you date before you got married? Six years. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. That's a long wow. time. Wow. Yeah. Well, we actually, he was my co-founder okay. for my startup. Oh. Um, and so we raised a baby. <laughs> right? We raised a baby before we decided to just pull the trigger on the marriage thing. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, who cares? Some people don't even want to get married anymore. I mean, I don't know if I would do it again or not. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so let's have you leave, leave our listeners with one solid piece of advice before we go. Yes. Always do what you find a way to do what you love. And if you don't love what you're doing, then figure out how to get out and move on because life is way too short, way too short. And we've learned that through COVID. Have we not? Yes, Yes, we have. So that's very, very good advice for all of us. Well, I love what I'm doing. How about you, Beth? Yes, I do. I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So we want to thank Maria for joining us today. Um, We also want to thank our sponsors, Google, Um, Converge Technology, which is an IT solutions provider, Manette, which is a huge law firm and very good supporter of C-Suite, Woodruff Sawyer, Employee Benefits, and of course, Diane's other hat, Amplified Professional Services, which is an executive search and IT consulting. So thank you so much for listening to us today. And Diane, why don't you take us home? Right. And thank you again, Maria. So uh, listeners, hit the subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you find podcasts. Leave us a good review, please. Uh, And do follow us on social media. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter, Instagram. And we love hearing from you. So send us an email to media at csuite.org. And do check out our website. That's www.csuite.org. And that's it for today. Thank you so much. Bye.